we were alerted to it by a text message at about 10 past nine yesterday. The site extraordinary, baffling, and of course upsetting of dozens and dozens of false, well, we thought they were false killer whales. We're about to learn something else about them. Uh, Most of them were dead within hours. But for the few still alive, the amazing rescue attempt goes on involving the Department of Environment and Conservation, volunteers and school kids alike. Tammy Reid is the Department of Environment and Conservation's Incident Control Team Leader. She's at Hamlin Bay. Good morning to you. Um, G'day, Jeff. And look, I'm not the incident controller. They would kill me if they heard you say that. I'm part of the incident response team, and at the moment the um, operations officers are... We're we're just filling the trucks with sand. We're trying to dig that V-notch to lower our whales in um, um, on top of a mattress and to truck them gently and safely 20 kilometres over into Augusta. Okay, tell me how many... incident response. Okay, no worries. Tell me how many whales... Uh, we have 11 alive after last night. Okay. And how did you keep them alive last night? I wonder how much comfort you take from the fact that they have survived the night and whether or not that might increase their, their long-term prospects today. Well, Jeff, you asked um, why does it capture people's imagination, what I saw on the beach last night. We, we run the logistics, the planning, the strategy. We have the wildlife officers come down and advise us on the operation. But it's the uh, community volunteers that are actually doing that work on the beach. Yeah. We had about four around each whale. We had buckets. We had them wedged in the sand overnight. We had these huge animals, four tons, two meters, smooth, glossy skin, and they actually are so responsive. There's, you know, they were consolidated into one pod, and they settled, they calmed, they stabilized. They're all lined up on the beach with eight people, six to eight people around them, wetting them. They're out of their water, and they're calming. So... That response that you get just yeah. blows you away. And so just about every whale on that beach last night got a name by people. Uh, one was Russell. They were quite disheartened to find out she was actually female and uh, a, a long-finned pilot whale. So, um, But they figured Russell stuck, so they were going to stay with her. Can we just talk about the, the now that we've identified them as long-finned pilot whales before we were calling them false killer whales? What's the difference, Tammy? Um, the long fin, I guess, is the difference. Um, but they have very similar social habits. They look very similar. It wasn't until our um, very experienced wildlife officer came on, on site um, and made that identification at about 11 o'clock. Um, we've since had some uh, a scientific research team assigned. We've taken DNA samples. Jeff, they're pretty interested in trying to work out the relationship, you know, brother, sister, mother, the relationship in the DNA that we'll find out. We've also having autopsies done on all those that have perished to try yes. and understand why, but also to look at some of the factors in terms of the health of these animals. Tammy, so when will they be put in the back of the trucks? What's the process this morning? Um, we've got uh, we've got five trucks. Um, they've got fairly low sides so that we can sling the whales up and over. We're filling those with sand. Right now, we've got two that we're filling out there. That operation's been going for about 20 minutes. It needs to be about half a metre of sand. We need to make a V. Yes. We, we estimated probably about a two-hour turnaround for our trucks, yeah. and we've yet to load the first whale. They'll be transported singularly, and we can't put people in the back because of the size of them. So that's still a bit of an unknown for us, how they will um, react to that. This is a, a technique that is used. 
over in uh, Tasmania for yes. this species. So, um, and we're surrounded by reefs. We've got an onshore wind here, and we've got a high swell. So, trying to herd them out uh, from Hamlin isn't really a good option for their survival. Yeah, talk about Flinders Bay. What are you hoping that provides that will um, somehow encourage these surviving whales to to turn turn on their collective whale heel and go out to sea? <laughs> um, when you go around the corner, it's a whole different world. Anyone who's gone on holidays at Augusta knows that you get on the south coast. So you're protected from the westerlies and the southwesterlies. Flinders Bay is particularly protected there. Um, one, it's safe for our volunteers to get. We're going to hold those whales. We'll float them in the water, yes. hold them up until um, we've got them all together. It also um, grades down, not into reefs, but into deep sea. So when we start herding using boats and canoes and whatever, we gently start herding them into the deeper water. They go straight into deep water. We don't have to get them around reef or rock or a narrow little opening and where they go. And as, I've been on these a, a couple of times now, and one will take the lead and, start, and sort of stop being so groggy, and then away they go. And they're basically going to head out into the great southern ocean which is pretty safe rather than the west coast which yes. is where we are around at Hamlin which has got islands and rocks and reef and it doesn't it's not so good on this side. You're listening to Tammy Reid at 21 minutes to nine. Tammy's from the Department of Environment and Conservation. She is a member of the incident control Thank team at, at Hamlin Bay. Um, do you need more people or do you have plenty of people uh, who, who I guess if they've been up all night are uh, becoming more and more skilled in the, the handling and nurturing of these animals? Um, oh, we run this on a rotation. Um, let me see. The answer to that is yes, sort of, we need more people. We're going to be putting that first whale, we think, in the water about 9, 9.30 uh, and we're hoping to be able to turn pod completely early afternoon. So if you live in Perth, it's way too far to sure. come. But if you're in the southwest, um, if you come with a wetsuit and you're over 12 years of age with a parent um, with you until you're 16 and then you basically can sign up as a volunteer, we want you down at the Hamlin Bay. We need 120 people there. Yes. That's the minimum for to handle the 11 whales um, and to rotate. We rotate people through now the night... I've been on all night and all day yesterday, so I've got to be a bit careful here. I get a bit excited now. The night crew, the night volleys have gone off, had breakfast. They went through the night. Yeah. We've got a lot of people who helped us all day yesterday. As yes. you said, they're now pretty practiced. They know what to do. And they are coming on stream either here or we're sending them across to wait for the wives to arrive over at um, Fenders. But if anyone wants to volunteer, we'd love to see you. There's probably a distinction, Duncan. isn't there? You probably don't want too many sightseers. Um, in fact, we've got roadblocks. We've got okay. a real problem there with those trucks and unloading. We do have roadblocks, um, but if you've got a, a long uh, sleeve wetsuit, we, you can um, park and come on in through those. Is it fair to say that there's a, there's been a fair amount of adrenaline coursing through you these last 24 hours, Tammy? Yes. Um, I wrote something down thinking it was one thing and it was something else so you realise that you're really not quite as um, functioning as you thought you were. Uh, yes, uh, you focus on these things. Um, 90 were beached. We've got 11 living. Um, I guess we're still focused on those 11. So um, ever hopeful the, the volunteers have been pretty amazing. So 250 on the beach yesterday, 
60 overnight. We even had people turning up at 2 in the morning volunteering, and they were a godsend because it was getting pretty lonely and cold and yeah. miserable. So well, we had a great response. Well, I think you should be the incident control team leader, but that's only my opinion. <laughs> good luck Good luck today, and we will obviously continue to follow your progress and the, uh, the 11 long-finned pilots. Um, and thanks, Jeff, because the ABC has been really instrumental in getting the message out and people have heard that regionally and have responded. So thank you. Uh, excellent. Tammy Reid is from the Department of Environment and Conservation and uh, uh, Francis Bell from ABC News is down there. We'll be talking to Francis throughout the morning.